0: So I'm, uh, you know, I'm getting far in the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sending, I've been sending you some screenshots all day because I'm in the Ewok Village now, uh, and they keep, there keeps being little peppered things. Like there's a little conversation you have uh, when you go on like the side quest, and somebody's like, "Oh, I think that was damaged during the Ewok Duloc War," and I was like, "What? Oh
1: man." Yeah,
0: and like I found uh, up in the village, like I found Tebow, and I found Logray's hut, and it's definitely more like leaning towards Return of the Jedi, obviously. Right. But I found one side quest where I found an Ewok and he says, our picture of that family that crashed here all that time ago is all jumbled. I don't care who did it as long as it gets fixed. So I was like, family who crashed? (laughs) Uh, And so I go all around and finally, when I find Wicket's Hut in the corner, there's part of a picture and you have to go and find the other pieces. And when you find the other pieces, it makes the Tawani family from Caravan of Courage. So Sindel and Mace, who you repeatedly called Sam while we recorded that episode. It's a really clear (laughs) reference to uh, the Caravan of Courage in the Skywalker Saga video game. So I'm I'm having a great time. That's so
1: funny. Yeah, You got
0: to get on board. I
1: know. I'm so jealous. I got to get, you know, it was, I've been at the store two times. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, Lego Star Wars, yeah. or Mario Super Strikers, yeah, and I can't decide, so I just end that's, up leaving. Yeah, that's like, rough.
0: I it's yeah, a tough one, right? I understand. I understand. I mean, the that.
1: Hours we put into that Super Strike. Strikers oh game. Gosh. I mean, come
0: on. Do you remember there was one time? So back in the day, this is like college era where Steve and I were living in a cabin together. Yeah, we were we played Strikers all the time. And do you remember that one game? They're five minute sets, and we had one where we were just completely locked. And our overtime segment on Mario Strikers went for 10 minutes, twice as long as a game was supposed to be. (laughs) And we were just like, (laughs) I think you won that game.
1: You eventually won that game. Did I?
0: I don't remember truly.
1: I I think you did. I think you did because it was the most amazing thing. And it was like, it was literally epic power shot. Uh, we I would either miss or would yeah, either be blocked yeah. and we were like absolutely stunned it like, was crazy like stop you know <laughs> Like the game needs to end oh man it was
0: so good see now we need to find out <laughs> so many which hours. of these are online co-op because if Strikers is online co-op then yeah. we have to get that but we have anyway yeah. all that to say I've been anticipating the day which I got to Return of the Jedi portion of Skywalker Saga and so far it has not let me down I'm going to go ahead and call that canon how about that?
1: Yeah, it it is. I mean, if incl- it, it, I like how it puts Caravan of Courage back on the map. I'm sure most people are like, "What? What family oh, is this?" You know,
0: <laughs> truly, though, that's that's another thing. That's another thing because you know we talk about this a million times. We talked about it with the Zach Giolongo book that we read and everything. Yeah. That kind of implies that Caravan of Courage is before Return of the Jedi. I mean, it doesn't apply. It outright oh, yeah. says
1: it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Caravan okay. of
0: Courage is pre Return of the Jedi, so. You know, Didn't we decide though, the question that will never be answered or something? I can't even remember. There, this it's is all what over. always happens. We're always like one or the other, <laughs> yeah. like depending on what the thing is. You know? Yeah. You're like, oh no, that's proof, and then something else pops up, and we're like, oh, that's proof. So, <laughs> that's I don't know. also anyway. proof. Yeah. Skywalker saga, you gotta do it.
1: Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network.
0: My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon and beyond. We're going a little beyond today, but it is animated Ewoks on Endor, so not that far.
1: I've heard the the listeners love the beyond episodes so here's a little <laughs> bit of uh dessert yeah. for everyone yeah so today we're discussing the television special the lego star wars summer vacation this special debuted on disney plus
0: on august 5th 2022 mere days ago mere yeah. days ago yeah at our time of recording <laughs> yeah Uh, How do you, I mean, don't tell me how you feel about this one. I have a sense of what you think about this one. But in general, have you been a fan of the Lego Star Wars stuff? Because they've been doing it for a long time now. Even pre like Disney merger.
1: So it's funny. The only one I watched was the, uh, what was it? The
0: Terrifying Tales. The
1: Terrifying Tales. Yeah. I haven't seen the the holiday special yet. I'm saving that. I'm banking that one. We got to do it. Yeah,
0: we got to do it. We got to do it for
1: Christmas for sure. You know, they're all right. You know, I, I, I yeah. was halfway through. I was kind of thinking, like, who is this for? Because there's yeah. like little complex aspects to it. I know, <laughs> but it's just plain silly. I know, like, it you is. know, it's just it is just silly.
0: Well, like I know, I watched. Um, there's one called Droid Tales that I watched with my son, and there's a few mm. um, that were on Disney Plus or just like the DVDs. I remember like the Padawan Menace and stuff. I usually have a okay. good time with them, and I. You're right. I mean, there there are always little. Um, You know, little like Easter eggs for people who are hardcore fans, like looking for deep cut references, but they don't get in the way of a kid who doesn't know the ins and outs of Star Wars. So I, I feel like they're pretty successful. Yeah. Maybe this one was was less special, but uh we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Today's episode was written by David Shane and directed by Ken Cunningham. This is the same creative team who did Terrifying Tales. And the Lego Star Wars holiday special, oh. uh, and various other Lego and Star Wars things. But these specials seems to be like this is the group who does them.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Our cast for today includes, of course, Dee Bradley Baker as Wicket. <laughs> uh, so there he is, Wicket, right at the right at the top there for us anyway. I don't know for if us, anybody yeah, else yeah. would list Wicket as the, as the top, <laughs> but yeah, I checked, and I don't think Dee Bradley Baker has done that voice before. So he's instantly yeah. better than season two Ewoks. Look at that, better, better than Jenny Belk. Yeah. So we have people reprising roles from all across the Star Wars uh, yeah. universe, though. So from the, from the original trilogy, we have Anthony Daniels back as C three PO. And honestly, has C three PO ever spoken a line that wasn't voiced by Anthony Daniels? I know it would be heresy. It really would. It really <laughs> would. So Anthony Daniels is back as C three PO. Billy D. Williams back as Lando Calrissian, mm-hmm. and I know he's done quite a few of the the Lego things uh, in recent years. But Billy okay. D. Williams, I feel like um, you remember back in the day when we would play like Jedi Outcast or uh, Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. There was a bit with Lando in there, and it was Billy D. Williams. So I think oh, he's really? always kind of been, yeah. I think he's always kind of been open to voicing Lando and stuff, which I think is cool because it's always recognizable, yeah. and you know, he always he always goes for it. So I love it.
1: There was a couple of recognizable voices in there. Yeah, there were, so, yeah. Uh, yeah right. Tell us about them
0: from the Clone Wars cartoon. We have Matt Lanter mm-hmm. back as Anakin Skywalker. Uh, for our friends on nine hundred two, and here we go. Matt Lanter also is a primary character on the CW years of and Oh, no way. But here he is uh, back reprising the Anakin Skywalker role. Dee Bradley Baker is also voicing Boba Fett, which I'm counting because he was the voice of the clone troopers in Clone Wars. And since Boba Fett is just, uh, you know, a glorified clone trooper. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to count is, that yeah. as a, re- a reprisal. That's a reprisal. Yeah, he's a clone. Yes. James Arnold Taylor as Obi Wan Kenobi and Kevin Michael Richardson as Jabba the Hutt, all from the Clone Wars cartoons. Mm. From the sequel trilogy, we have Kelly Marie Tran back as Rose Tico. Uh, we have some celebrity voices. So much like Terrifying Tales, we have three vignettes here, and each one has sort of like, this is the celebrity for this vignette. So first, we have Yvette Nicole Brown from Colvet Valeria, probably best known from Community. Were you a Community fan?
1: No, I wasn't, though. I'm told I should watch that, that I would like Oh, yeah. yeah. Get on board.
0: Yeah. Get on board. Uh, we have Weird Al. As Vic Vankov in the uh, Darth Vader on the beach section, and again (laughs) Weird Al. I went a few years back. uh, My wife and some friends and I we went to see a Weird Al concert, and I feel like you forget just what an amazing musician Weird Al Yankovic is. He really is sitting there, and it's just like so impressive, like a musical genius. Very impressive. Yeah, and and he was lyricist. He's just
1: he's very clever. Yeah, very very clever.
0: Yep, and then we have Thomas Lennon as Wick Cooper, probably best known for Reno 911. Wouldn't you say? Reno
1: 911. That? That's it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was going to say Reno 911. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I was going to say. But yeah, it's Reno. I recognized his voice. I was like, oh, ah, yeah, that's, like, yeah. that's the
0: officer from Reno Every 9-1-1. time. Every time yeah. he pops up. He was recently playing uh, Mitzleplik in the Supergirl live action series. So it's always fun when he pops up.
1: Wait, is that how you say that name? Oh. Mitzelplik? I, thought, I, can't Some, even, I don't even know. Sometimes they say
0: Mitzelplik and sometimes Mitzelplik? they say Mitzelplik. Pidelic. I think it just depends on how fancy Mitzelplik. you want to be. Pitalik? Yeah. Yeah, that yep. villain. he was that also villain. Joey's hand twin in Friends from uh, that classic episode of Friends. I don't remember that. Oh, it's fun. They're at the a <laughs> casino. As far as, as far as legacy, <laughs> legacy characters go, we have Eric Bauza as Luke, mm. which I don't even remember Luke being in this, but he is credited. Do you remember seeing Luke? Luke was in this? Did we get was just it part like a of the little... family vacation? I don't know if we just got a little bit of a, of a Luke voice at the Jedi Temple. There was a
1: mention of Luke when yeah. they dropped him off at the Jedi yeah, Temple. Yeah, so maybe they were just They're like, a, they're
0: like have fun
1: with Uncle Luke, Yeah, and then that was it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But he is credited in IMDb, so shout out to Eric Bowser there. Shelby Young is back as Leia, and as we learned in Terrifying Tales, Shelby Young is also the voice actress who voices Nisa in Forces of Destiny. So every time we see the Ewoks there, Shelby Young... <coughs> as voicing right. another princess princess nisa we have ross marquand as han solo matt sloan as darth vader this is an odd thing matt sloan only has three acting credits and the rest of it he's like a visual effects supervisor working on a ton of things hmm. so his three voice or his three credits are voicing darth vader in this and then playing Plo Koon in episodes two and three of the hmm. uh, prequel trilogy Kind of weird upgrade, I guess. Yeah. To go from Plo Koon to Darth Vader, <laughs> feels like. Jedi to Sith. Uh, yeah. We have Jake Green as Poe Dameron, Helen Sadler as Rey, Matthew Wood as Ben Solo, and Omar Benson Miller as Finn. And Finn is kind of like our lens character for this. Yeah. He's the one who's encountering all the Force ghosts and, you know, having the stories told him. So Finn is really the primary character here, which is what we were saying we wish would have happened in Terrifying Tales. Right. So here we go. Yeah. Here we got a little bit more Finn. Uh our featured cast members for today, Yvette Nicole Brown and Thomas Lennon. Uh the two of them start together actually in the CBS remake of Neil Simon's The Odd Couple. Yvette Nicole Brown paid Danny, the assistant to Matthew Perry's Oscar Madison. And Thomas Lennon took over the role of Felix Unger, a role that was played by Jack Lemmon in the movies, and Tony Randall in the original series. Have you seen this show? I have not seen it the ran show. Ran for three seasons. I, I know you love this, though. I do. It didn't do so hot, you know? But I mean, it got three seasons. It's a decent huh. amount of episodes. And it's one that I've rewatched like yeah. multiple times. Like if I'm, like I was flying to a conference for work, and I downloaded a bunch of episodes of this. And it's just like, whenever I'm like, I just need to chill and toss something on, this show is my go to. Yeah. Okay. So and they were both here. Like two of two of the cast members were in this. That's really cool. That's funny. Yeah. I was gonna say let's do the Uber detailed plot, but what's the opposite of Uber? Because it's that. It's small. Um,
1: I don't know, Duber, Uber, Duber. No, that's super super duper uber. Yeah, it's this is a this is a very concise plot.
0: It is. It's short and sweet and it's to the point.
1: Yes, the cliff notes. So the cliff note version of Lego Star Wars summer vacation the sequel gang arrive on the galactic cruise ship the Halcyon for a group vacation Finn hopes to enjoy some relaxing quality time with his friends but his hopes are shattered when they all want to do separate things roaming the ship on his own Finn encounters the force ghosts of Obi-Wan Kenobi Anakin Skywalker and Princess Leia all three tell a vacation story from their own past in hopes to teach Finn an important lesson a lesson about how to enjoy meaningful quality time with his friends. The Halcyon is truly a magical and relaxing place to enjoy spending time with those you love. But wait! Cue the Ewoks! Princess Leia's story is set on the forest moon of Endor. Her family arrives for a mini-vacation, but it's quickly disrupted by some furry and reportedly inconvenient little critters. The Ewoks! The local resort owner hoped that the Solo family would get rid of the Ewoks, but when they meet in the forest, they instantly recognize one another. Instead of taking sides, Han and Leia help the resort owner and the Ewoks come to a mutual agreement to go into business with each other.
0: The end. So I didn't look this up ahead of time, but I saw the trailer and in the trailer you see a bunch of Ewoks and I was like, oh, there are Ewoks in this. But by the time the first two stories were ending, I was like, "Ooh, I hope there actually are Ewoks in this." I know, right? <laughs> so I was, I was excited when Act Three was like an Ewok story on Endor. Pretty, yeah. Much. It was
1: on Endor, yeah. So,
0: well, right off the bat, I love that. that I love that Lando was just the cruise director on this ship. That yeah, that totally worked. To me. Yeah, and I was a little disappointed that we never actually saw him. We only saw like the hologram of him being like, welcome to the Halcyon. That's all we got, you know.
1: I mean, you've seen the the Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars special, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is mm-hmm.
1: there, I'm just going to guess, it's a pretty good guess, does that have to do with a resort on a planet? Because <laughs> Terrifying Tales is basically Vader's palace is being turned into a resort. A resort. On yeah, Mustafar. Right. This one is a resort in space. And then a resort on Endor. Let's—I mean, let's be honest.
0: That's what he's doing there yeah, too. Yeah, true. You're right. And it's just you're like, right. what's the deal with the resort thing? Like, that's. <laughs> I guess so. They found a theme and they liked it. I was no, like, what? I mean this. Yeah, you're right. This one had a lot of similarities to Terrifying Tales. I'm, yeah. I'm actually kind of looking forward to doing the episode on the Lego Holiday Special because it's. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's complex, but it's significantly more complex than Terrifying Tales or Summer Vacation. Okay, you know, it's one continuous story um and you do see like, little sections and stuff but it's very different so no it's it's not quite the same but mm-hmm. definitely uh there's a thread here i guess i thought this one maybe pushed it a little too far as far as like the wackiness of it i mean yeah. terrifying tales was pretty wacky but like terrifying tales also had some legit scary parts or in the in villain in, right yeah the villain in that still seemed villainous and stuff whereas here by the time we get to like Vader and the Emperor like on a beach there's no anything left you know <laughs> you think it's gonna
1: be like really good and then it just kind of falls apart yeah. very quickly yeah it
0: does it does I was glad we brought it home with the Ewoks because I thought that it ended yeah pretty, I thought the Ewok one was the best one and not just because I like the Ewoks best I think but so I just think it worked as a story better and was the most, most successfully integrated. Like look at this goofy subplot and these, and these more serious characters. It just worked a little better. The first one I liked that. um, So this is like set on Tatooine and there's a woman who's like a spy and she's hiding and she does kind of a, Oh, this is my husband and pulls Obi-Wan into it. That's a, that's Yvette Nicole Brown. She's playing Colvette Valeria. What did you think of this first one? where we're in, like, Tatooine, and we're dancing and singing. I mean,
1: I thought it was all right. I, I didn't really mind. It, you know, It's just silly. Like, it didn't try yeah. to be serious and then end up being campy. It was just kind of like, yeah. all right, this is just silly.
0: So I was watching this with my son, and when Obi-Wan... Eventually, Obi-Wan has to create a distraction. So she pushes him up, and he sings yeah. with the band. Uh, which I thought was pretty stupid, and I thought, oh, that's going to be my Oka Vark moment. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but my son, the whole time, was like, "I was like, he was really liking it." So you know, I guess they know what they're doing. I liked that the the design of Obi Wan and like the vibe they went for was the, that of the new Obi Wan Kenobi live action series. Yeah, the hair and the look and everything, like the costume, was very much of that. So I kind of like that they pulled that in a little bit. They did that a few times where they made some references to he things. He said the line, uh, too. I was like, oh, cool. He
1: said the line. Yeah, he was like, oh, hello, hello there. there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was important.
0: It was. I thought that one was goofy, but yeah, I mean, like you said, it's like, it was fine. It was fun. and And I mean, they do, there are crazy, like, singing, dancing numbers, especially in the George Lucas redone versions of the original trilogy. So why not?
1: Well, this one also, like, they all kind of had, if you caught it, they all kind of had a a moral lesson to each of the stories and this one was enjoy your vacation while you can yeah right and i thought that actually kind of makes sense like we later we hear from leia and anakin like obi-wan it was a recurring joke yeah wait obi-wan said to have fun (laughs) that's so great you know like it was a it was a silly thing but like it kind of worked so Mm -hmm. you know in retrospect i was like oh okay like yeah no, it's fine, and I, you know, it works, right? Didn't it? Didn't feel?
0: I thought it was it didn't feel too. I thought it place. was funny to have Salacious Crumb Manning the grill. That cracked me up. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: so, was pretty you know, good.
0: The thing, yeah. the thing that oh, I noted, man. and it's, I feel like the same thing happened in Terrifying Tales, where we actually got background on who Ren was and like the Knights of Ren and all that. Like, yeah, they gave them information that we didn't really have from the sequel trilogy. And I felt like this did a little bit of that, too, because Obi-Wan, when he first appears, was like, you know, I appear to Jedi's in need. And he's talking to Finn. And so I was yeah. like, oh, are, what is with that? Are we just straight up saying That's Finn's said twice? It is. Yeah. yeah,
1: Because Finn's like, you felt a Jedi in need. He says that to Anakin. Yeah. And Anakin was like, yep. And I'm like, no, yeah. no. But see, I, no. Like, I like
0: it because that was definitely hinted at in the sequel trilogy. Like they were definitely going in that direction. And then. For whatever reason, like they didn't actually do it. But the way he like displays force powers in there, the way he wields the lightsaber and stuff, you know, I Mm -hmm. think that was there in a draft that like didn't make it. But I thought it was kind of interesting that they're just saying like, no, we're going for it now. I feel like they should have. Oh, definitely. I liked Finn. I really liked Finn. And they kind of pivoted to
1: Poe. Right. Which was cool, but like Poe to me should have been like the Wedge and Tilly's type yeah, character where like he's always there, he's reliable Well, give him a few lines give him something to do and he's gonna do it but like not centered the third movie is basically like the Poe and Ray movie. Yeah it is. And it's just like what? where did that come from? I mean a lot, from, of, a lot of things
0: went wrong in the sequel trilogy and we've already vowed never to do an episode on The Last Jedi so all I'll yeah, say we're is never
1: doing it. I Man. feel
0: like originally they had planned to kill Poe and then they liked him so much they kept him around and I kind of think that was the thing that really sort of damned the series because then there's no room for Finn. Yeah. It was like, choose Finn or Poe. There's no room for Finn. Yeah. And that, I think that's really, that's really one of the major weaknesses of that trilogy is to just like, let Finn kind of drift away. So I know it's not in there, but I kind of appreciated that they were, that they were just kind of coming out and saying, yeah, you know what? Finn's a Jedi and we're going to deal with that. You know, maybe that'll be a Lego special down the road or something.
1: Comic books or something. I I did get that that hint of like, all right, they're going to, yeah, they're gonna they're yeah. gonna change something. So they're pivoting on like who's
0: important now in the in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, which you know I'm okay with. I mean, I feel like after the Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker was such a desperate like, how do we fix this? How do we get things back on track? That I can hardly knock it for the things that I don't like about it because I feel like it was just trying to piece <laughs> things back together. But again, oh, yeah, we can't talk about the Last Jedi. So,
1: well, you know what's really funny? That I did not know that Kelly Marie Tran was the voice of Rose Tico, her own character. <laughs> I, oh, I didn't recognize she, her. Yeah.
0: I didn't no, recognize I her at has all. Been, I think I don't think she was in um Terrifying Tales, but she is Rose in um the holiday special too. So I, she's Which done is funny because I was just well.
1: like a lot of the voices I did not like and hers was one of them. <laughs> it's actually well, her which is funny. Like voice acting is tough. Voice acting is very tough. It is. She was very flat.
0: Yeah. In her delivery, I thought so. That's that's the thing I found with people who not all the time, but often mm-hmm. people who aren't necessarily voice actors doing it. Like Oscar Isaacs is a great example. He voices Poe in the Star Wars Resistance show and just doesn't do a good job. Yeah, I believe. And that. like we just we yeah. just watched uh, DC Super Pets, my son and I did, and John Krasinski voiced Superman and also didn't do a good job. And it's just like
1: really. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just like voice acting and acting are just huh. different different skills, you know. You so. gotta get into it.
1: Yeah. You it's, it's you really it's do. interesting. You gotta put it all in there. I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. No, I'm ready to do it myself. I, uh, yeah. I need to get into voice acting. I, yeah, you got a great you voice know? for it. You got a great voice yeah. for it. Oh, your episode with Crystal, didn't that drop? No, there was a break. So oh, okay. it's gonna drop I think next week or the following week.
0: Something oh, okay. like that. Okay.
1: So so Yeah, they're so taking a break, much needed break. Okay. So yeah, so it'll, keep it'll an eye out then. for
0: episode seventeen, and you'll get a little sample of Steve's voice work.
1: Oh yeah, we'll see if you recognize me.
0: Our second <laughs> of the vignettes is uh, e- easily the worst one in my mind, and that's the uh, yeah Vader and the Emperor go on a beach vacation.
1: Although I do like the beaches of uh, of Scarif. <laughs> that was really
0: good. I just yeah. thought that that was really good,
1: and it was like the pre no, the You're pre right. imperial like. Which, which is funny because it's like oh yeah and that's how a base was made yeah you know like oh okay that's kind of funny like i guess that yeah you're right you're right just, no that I is it cool. was clever like check out the beach because i remember watching uh, rogue one and being like wow that's really beautiful place like would really true love to be there i like, didn't even think about that you're right the worst place for an imperial base
0: When it starts, they're like, uh, you know, the Emperor's just bored and doesn't have anybody to conquer anymore, and they won and everything. And I thought that whole thing was kind of funny. I just feel like even in past Lego stuff, they've still kind of kept Darth Vader somewhat menacing. And in this one, he's just like Mm -hmm. a goofy little brother. He's too dopey. Yeah. He is too dopey. And I know like that's the name of the game in a special like this, but I feel like even in the Lego Holiday Special or Terrifying Tales... He is still a villain. He's still like a scary character, even though he yeah. has like light moments. But this was just a straight up, yep. Darth Vader's a dumb like teenage younger brother. Yeah, I didn't like That's that.
1: kind of what he was like.
0: That was, a, but it, I did like Weird Al.
1: A weird, I was gonna say, yeah, Weird Al was was fun. That was that was a lot of fun. I thought
0: that worked really well. I liked <laughs> that the Emperor was drawn back in when the trophy was uh, naming someone the ruler of the beach, right. and he's like, "I must win." So funny.
1: I must win.
0: Yeah, that was that was funny enough. <laughs> I was waiting
1: for the forced cheating during the games oh, yeah. too, and I knew yeah, it was coming. Yeah. Like, it was perfect. I, I thought that one was fun. Okay, although I, I didn't like Vader's voice. I thought that was a struggle to yeah. listen
0: to it. Just I thought so I, too. And, yeah,
1: you're right. I, I think they kind of missed the mark on like how to modulate the guy's voice. You know,
0: he did have one line that I laughed out loud at when he finally is like, do you think I want to be here? I don't even want to be here. It's like a swamp in this armor. Yeah, I thought that was there was. I mean,
1: that one. I thought there was a lot of very clever recycled usage of quotes from the original trilogy or from other, you know, from other movies that they kind of incorporated into it. Into this specific episode, into this specific yeah, um, I, yeah. flashback, too. Like, I thought they did very well at that. But, like, yeah, the, yeah you're right. the premise of it was just, like, they just made it up as they went along. Yeah. Like, oh, let's do a game after it. And let's yeah. do the song and then a game. and then.
0: So what was Anakin's, like, moral lesson that he was trying to give Finn for this one?
1: This one is do what you love. Oh. Do what you love, right? Okay, that so that's what the, that the,
0: that was the second one. Anakin loved killing younglings, so he did it. <laughs> <I>
1: know, <right? laughs>
0: so he did it.
1: The third one. Let's move to uh, let's move to Endor.
0: Let's do it. First of all, spoiler alert for uh, for Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but I kind of forgot that Leia was dead. And so when she showed up as a force ghost, I was like, "Leia, oh, Leia's dead." <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole, this whole kaleidoscope well, of emotions because she showed me. up as
1: her young self, and that's what threw me off. I was like, "Oh." She showed up in like the the buns, right? The buns
0: and white gown. No, she, no, I'm, I. It is a white gown, but it's the white gown from the end of Rise of Skywalker. Oh, okay. Where it shows her and Lucas Force Ghost, I thought the same thing though. I thought we were going oh, like okay. a New Hope on Leia, but no, it was Force Ghost Leia. That threw yeah. me off. I was like, oh what? And yeah. then I did yeah. kind of
1: forget she was dead too. <laughs> so when it was like yeah. Force Ghost Leia. I was just like, what? Yeah, took me a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
1: those movies <laughs>
0: for a loop. But um, I liked early on in that one. So basically, the the plot here is that. Han and Leia are taking Ben solo on a little trip mm-hmm. before he goes to his Jedi training.
1: We finally get the family vacation.
0: We finally do. We got do. it. We got the family. it. But <laughs> I felt like that was a dark end point because we know what happens when he goes away for his Jedi training. And so it was kind of like, I, <laughs> wish they, so true, I wish they wouldn't have even said that, that they were just like, while you're growing up, we want to go on a vacation. But they really put it in context yeah. of like. You're, you're gonna, gonna enjoy go your
1: time and- with uncle luke <laughs> uncle luke's maybe gonna try
0: to kill you and things are maybe gonna go real bad but before that we'll go on a little vacay but early on in that speaking of referencing other things mm-hmm. they go i don't remember what planet they're on but they're like this is where Chewie and i first met and leia's like oh when when you got thrown into a pit and chewbacca tried to eat you which is a reference to solo which i thought was yep. pretty cool you know, oh, I don't remember what planet that was. was I don't remember some war planet, war torn planet. Yeah. planet. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think they did say it, but I did not remember. Actually, I don't know. Do you like Solo? How do you feel about Solo? I thought it was all right. I think it got a lot of heat because of
1: the tragic direction the Last Jedi took. That people took took yeah. out their anger on Lucas or not Lucasfilm on Disney. Yeah. On so well, I thought it was fine, but I set my bar low. Because I knew that they could never truly, after reading the, the Han Solo trilogy, which I thought is great, a.
0: C. Crispin, that they yeah. could never
1: really, yeah, I mean, she did a great job. I mean, that's, I could talk all day about that. It's, I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was very lighthearted mm-hmm. and fun. And they had double crossing and it was scoundrelly. And I was listening. Like,
0: I, I was first it in was line. Like how he learned his lesson. I was right? first in line to say, nobody wants a Han Solo movie. Please don't do this. You know, like I did not, yeah. I, was, I had no interest in that.
1: Didn't want it, but
0: we went to see it. Yeah. And I was like, I guess I thought of it more as like, this is just a fun sci-fi action adventure movie yeah i think it just kind of works as its own thing so like if you if you're doing like a star wars rewatch do you have to watch solo definitely not no but i think i think you know it it adds something nice if you want to and i think if you're just going to pick up one i like how self-contained it is even though it dangles some threads yeah but i I thought the casting did
1: poorly on they shouldn't have done khaleesi I like her. She's great, but oh, uh-huh. but like literally Han Solo. Everyone was like, "Who is that?" But yeah. then everyone else knew, like, "Oh, that's Woody Harrelson." Yeah. Oh, that's the guy from the you know those creepy, the creepy. Uh, what is it? What's the, Cre- the which the creepy, one are you talking about? The the creepy movies with like the puzzles, the ones the ones with Tom Hanks. Saw? No, the ones with Tom Hanks. The guy that does like the self-flagellation. Oh, remember, he's the he's the evil. Oh, Paul Bettany.
0: Paul You're Bettany. trying to get to Paul oh, Bettany. I love him. He's great, but like. That was, wow. that was, I mean, like... But you, you didn't... Wait, hold on. You went, to try to get me to guess Paul Bettany, you went Angels and Demons and not, like, the Vision from Avengers. Oh, or, yeah, that's right. Wanda he's vision. the Vision.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to say yeah. Priest first, but I couldn't remember the name of that. Wow. I just remembered it now.
0: I might have gotten that. I might have gotten that. A Knight's Tale? Well, that's oh, good, Chaucer in uh, A Knight's Tale. Yeah, he's, he's so Chaucer. great. Yeah, yeah, But, like, yeah. He's, he's great, but Dunst. they
1: did... I mean, literally everyone was a pretty well-established actor except for Han Solo, which I thought that was a big mistake. I'm sure he walked into that room and he's like, sweet, oh, famous actors. All right, here we go. Another shoot I got to fill.
0: I don't think that's, that's not super uncommon, especially when you're casting somebody. I, I could see the benefit of casting an unknown just because you don't go in with all the baggage that like, you know, for example, that Robert Pattinson had when he went in as Batman. True. You know? Yeah. Like, there is, there is some benefit to that, but anyway, this is not a solo episode. Sorry, it's a, yeah. Whatever this is called. Summer, how I spent my summer vacation with Legos. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they decide to, they decide to go to Endor. Leia's like, he doesn't want to hear like boring stories about your childhood. Let's go on a vacation. So they go to Endor and they're, they're going to like, I guess, just stay in the in a little resort. Yeah. But the resort is like empty and abandoned and run by Thomas Lennon uh, because the Ewoks <laughs> are just ter- terrorizing yeah. everything that happens there. And that's how we meet them. So right away, Thomas Lennon gets like pulled up in a trap and the Ewoks pop out and Leia and Wicket have a really nice Leo, Wicket, yeah. which I actually thought, even though it was for laughs, it was a genuinely sweet moment and is the only time I've ever seen like on any kind of screen cartoon movie or anything, Leia interacting with like the Ewoks post Return of the Jedi. So even yeah, though it was a goofy little thing. I was kinda like, Oh, that's kinda cool to see them come back.
1: Yeah. And even Hans Han was like, Oh, I love the little
0: fur balls or something like that. Yeah. Like he's
1: like he had said
0: yeah. in in uh, the Return is, of the Jedi. And PO has a line where he's like, Yes, I'm willing to be worshipped as your God again. Yeah. <laughs> you <know. laughs>
1: thought that was yes i am once again a golden god you know he says something like that it's like oh geez i love how they were really embracing that you know yeah it's too easy it's too easy the
0: thing that i thought was very cool though was there's a whole subplot where ben solo wants to fly the millennium falcon and some friends at the camp Mm -hmm. get him to go up in the millennium falcon anyway they find themselves in a debris field and han and leia realize that the only debris field that could be up there is the remnants of the death star yeah, and I thought that cool. was a
1: really cool thing. Yeah, they're like, wait a minute, there's no asteroid field. You know, C3PO realizes yeah. actually there's no asteroid field there. You know, yeah. So yep. I thought that was very clever, very very I clever. I did too.
0: I thought it was fun. <laughs> so you know that that kind of resolves where they're like, oh, we're proud of you, and they go and drop him off to be almost murdered by Luke, and then turn into a villain. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, have fun at sleepaway camp.
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah i'm it's, sure it'll be fine there's a sign that says like fine.
1: camp crystal lake and or yeah.
0: <laughs> let us know if uncle luke is watching you sleep because yeah. it could and mean it, uh it senses a dark side
1: leia does go like uh just be careful uh don't come back missing a hand it's kind of a it's kind of a thing you know <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> i thought that was good <laughs> Pretty funny.
1: Oh, man. So all
0: of these stories, I guess, make Finn realize that the reason why he wanted to do this trip and why he's avoiding people and why he's bummed is because they're like splitting up now, and it's hard for him to deal with that. And so, like, he just like loves his friends, and they all love him, and that's pretty much the gist of it, right? They're all kind of like, yeah, and uh, I'm glad we are
1: friends. The moral lesson from this one is no one's ever really gone, and I, I, I just like rolled my eyes, like, oh, that trashy saying <laughs> from the that's a very Star Wars. It's so, it's so dumb though. <laughs> like, oh man, I just, I uh, it's so corny to me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, okay, so look, my son liked this one. I had a fine time watching it. I wasn't like bored or desperate to end or anything. Yeah. I do think it's the weakest of these specials that I've watched so far. Um, I can't mm-hmm. really see myself ever wanting to rewatch it. Whereas like, I would roll Terrifying Tales some summer, you know, with with my son or whatever, or the holiday special uh, later. But I can't really see a world in which I would willingly watch this again. Well, how do you feel?
1: I think you're right. And I think the reason why is because in Terrifying Tales, it's about 50-50, I'd say, with the current plot, like present time plot and flashbacks. And this is pretty much like 80% flashback stories. Yeah and 20 percent current plot line and you're just kind of like what you know like one it's basically one flashback just kind of rolls into the next one with like it's just a
0: frame story that's all it is
1: exactly it's a clip show and you know halfway through i was like oh here we are again doing the whole flashback things and i thought should should i hate this because of this and i was like why do they keep doing this like this is (laughs) the second movie and i'm realizing they're doing this and I realize I th- I think the reason why they did it is so that they can include more characters, yeah. right? Because if they make it the sequel, if they make the plot sequel characters, they can only have Rose, Finn, yeah. Rey, Poe, C three PO, RTD two, and that's it. BBA, don't, don't forget BBA. Yeah, but they didn't have BBA.
0: He was there. Oh, was he there? I don't even remember. Yeah, he didn't do much, but he was there.
1: The only way to include the original characters is to have flashbacks. So that's why they keep yeah. doing flashbacks. And I thought, what, what's, why are they so afraid of just including everyone in the episode? Like, who cares? Yeah.
0: you know. Or, I mean, just do, I don't know, just do, I mean, they keep doing these specials and stuff. Have one that's, have, just have them set at different times. You know, the Christmas one is set in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. The Halloween one is the sequel or whatever. You know what exactly.
1: I mean? Exactly. Or do the Christmas one like, oh, the whole family's here. Even Cousin Ray. Yeah. You know? You know, like, it's, it's, it's like things <laughs> like, you know, like... <laughs> Yeah. Crazy Uncle Duck Sidious. So I think
0: <laughs> it sounds like we're on the same page. That it's like, yeah, you know, like it's fine. It's fun. It's good for kids. It's a good like family watch. You know, we kind of like Watched this while having dinner one yeah. night, and it was it was totally fine. It was so, like it was
1: forty eight minutes. Um, you know, if it was longer,
0: true. Oof. I'd have been like, dude, I would I would give it a respectable, like considering what it is in its intended audience. I'd give it a three five three point five. That's how many yub nubs I was I'm going, going through 3.5 yub
1: nubs, too. Yeah, because it's it's got a lot okay. of room for improvement. But, I, you know, I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait for this to be over. Same.
0: Oh. Speaking of room for improvement, what's your oak of arc moment, Steve?
1: So I had a couple because it was a couple like small things that I was just like, eh. yeah calling Finn a jedi multiple times that bothered me i was just like
0: you're such a stickler for like what you just can't do that there you can't
1: do that i mean you can't do that and in like three months from now release a comic book about Mm. finn becoming a jedi like Mm -hmm. you just can't do that
0: yeah can't i was a little Um, surprised i was a little surprised that they didn't leave it ambiguous you know but right yeah like yeah it didn't bother me because i feel like that's always been something that you kind of recognize in the sequel trilogy but you know, I yeah. know how your brain works. I know what a sticker you are for little factoids. So. Yeah,
1: I, I also thought some of the voices were uh were just awful. Oh, yeah. And you know, I, I know I like those flashback lines or like the, the recycling of lines. I really thought the yeah. redoing the I love you, I know between Han and oh. his, <laughs> I, was really, I was just like oh, I, that's like one of the most romantic Yeah, I was just like, uh oh. I mean I get it, like it's to his son, so it's but, yeah. but like to me i was just like no i mean i got it i got i, I drew the line at i drew the line at that one like that's okay. the ultimate like okay you know between han and his and and Leia you know that's their line yeah.
0: i mean i i would almost give it to the entire center short i just darth Vader in a tank top like darth Vader being just stupid like start to finish i think is my Oak of arc series <laughs> of moments i just I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. I, that was the part that I was kind of like, oh, this is dumb. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm watching
0: a dumb thing now. <laughs> so I got to give it that. It I got to give it to that. It's
1: like the part where he's got that crazy fruit hat on and the or no, it's like porgs yeah. and stuff. And the guy's like,
0: hey, I yeah.
1: recognize you. And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like We're going to play yeah, that game. Much. Like he's just wearing a hat. Didn't it's like literally it. all, he's exact like all it. the same clothes, yep. just wearing a hat and he's can't recognize him. Yep. <laughs> yep. Your Oak wasn't Palpatine in his one piece retro like
0: it, 40s swimsuit i mean yeah <laughs> it's i guess i just care less about palpatine oh, than that, it the, been... the surfboard with the imperial logo was funny i, I
1: thought that was really good it would have been funny if palpatine was in this like pair of shorts with like
0: yeah. melted
1: candle wax skin just like, yeah. oh <laughs> <my gosh." laughs> been so, good. so they went with a one piece like farmer john yeah. shorty like <laughs> right. like we almost yeah. saw that's we saw his Palpatine's tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. Oh man.
0: Uh, what was your Ichiwawa moment?
1: So for me, it was my first Ichiwawa moment was the uh, beaches of Scarif, where I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> I like it." Like yeah. it's just like, that's a good, that's joke. clever, that's you know. Good joke. A, you know,
0: that's one of those ones that's kind of buried in there, you know, because that one didn't really occur to me. Like I heard the name and I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Uh, I wasn't Scarif, thinking about Rogue yeah. One or anything, so yeah, that,
1: that came to me right away, and I was just like, "Ah, clever! So, yeah, it is. Funny. It is pretty beautiful." And then, you know, my my other one of the um, the dialogues, the di- you know, the classic lines that really fit into yeah. it. I thought that it's, it's funny. We we don't we don't really like the second one, but that's the one where they do so many classic lines that really Callbacks fit. Yeah, things, callback. Yeah, line, yeah. Mem- uh, member berries and. Uh, it was oh i i liked the reoccurring obi-wan joke (laughs) where i was just like i'm laughing at this but there's zero context other than the context of this movie that like you never really get a sense that obi-wan is so serious but i mean he is serious but he's not like like the oh well i can have fun you know like you yeah. know, like he turns into they this really like, fun old yeah. man, but then like the joke, the reoccurring joke is like, wait, Obi-Wan said just have fun. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. that just made me laugh. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that's funny. I don't know why I'm it's laughing, but I thought it was it's funny. Good. Yeah. yeah. And what about you?
0: Well, I don't know if this has ever happened before, but you can see I wrote it down right here that my Ichiwawa moment was Finn being a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. But I just, I, I, look. <laughs> so so you I just felt I like that I hated that <laughs> well I think we I think our reasons are the same though you don't <sighs> like it because it was never established in the movie and so you don't think it should be said here if it's not right. already a fact I feel like they yeah should've, they should have said it in the movie and they didn't so the fact that they said it here I'm like cool okay yeah
1: but I it was shook my head when I saw this. I, I was like, you, Oh, I here we go. Did. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but it was uh, it was kind of a tie between that and particularly like the Leia and Wicket moment where they're like, Hey, old friend. I liked that a lot because you yeah. know Leia is my favorite character, and as you know, I have a soft spot for Ewoks, so I liked uh, I liked ah, seeing that a yeah. little bit together.
1: You know what they missed from that scene too? They missed like Leia embracing Wicket and then putting him down and then going over to Han and then like being on his leg going. Oh, you yeah. know like like purring on his yeah. leg i thought yeah. i think that would have been really funny because it would have been like a, oh yeah he did that too you i know? was actually <laughs> kind of
0: wondering like at this point why not why not just have like nisa or some of the others from the cartoon right? be there i kind of yeah. wondered like when we saw when we saw it was a whole like we saw the whole village and the camp and everything i kind of thought maybe they'd be like and this is nisa so I was oh, hoping. Oh, is your wife now? You know, yeah. I like was something hoping like, that, like fingers you know? crossed on that, but it didn't happen. But I, I did. Yeah. I did appreciate how much Ewoks content there was at the end. There, we got a good solid chunk yeah. on Endor, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, of course, of course, we had to cover it uh, as 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 responsible Star Wars journalists. <laughs> we it was our it was our duty. I mean, we do
1: this episode anyway, but we would just tear it apart, you know? That's right. That's (laughs) right. How dare
0: you? Yeah. I don't, I do remember there at least being like Ewok cameos in the holiday special, but there really was nothing in Terrifying Tales. So I was glad that they got a little bit of time here. So pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Could have been worse. Could have been better. I had a good time. That's, uh, that's pretty yeah. much my takeaway from it. So, absolutely, I think so too. Yeah. For next episode, uh, it's going to be Star Trek Day, not Star Wars Day. Oh. So uh, we're, we're going to we're going to cross franchises, and we're going to be covering season one, episode four of Star Trek: The Animated Series. This is the Lorelai signal. It's the only time in Star Trek history where Uhura takes command of the ship. Yeah. So We're gonna uh, we're gonna cover that one. Uh, in honor of the late great Michelle Nichols So you can catch us there uh, when we're doing that And then eventually the next episode Will be what we will get back to Ewoks we'll get to, uh, oh, this I is, forgot this, it. what was it? We are doing Ewoks yeah, right we'll, now uh, <laughs> Gone with the mims. Mimps uh, Gone Mimps. with the Mimps yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: That sounds like it's just going to be gold It does,
0: I agree <laughs> Alright, well uh, I guess I'll see you next time on the Bridge of the Enterprise
1: Yeah, see you there So long This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on this network include 90s Music Got Me Like, Previously on X-Men, and 9021 Here We Go. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts.